There's a new podcast app that delivers chilling true crime stories straight to your mobile device. Every day they release a new episode that investigate the gruesome true acts of America's worst serial killers. And you can explore into the minds of psychopaths and murderers. To get started, find and download Murder Minute from the App Store or visit MurderMinute.com. That's M-U-R-D-E-R-M-I-N-U-T-E.com to get your daily dose of true crime creepiness delivered straight to your mobile device. It's a good show. All right, I'm live. Hey, everybody, it's me, Steve, um, with episode 40, I want to say 45. It's either 44 or 45. I think it's 45. Um, solo episode, no guest, no busy, of course. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I've, I don't know what's going, <laughs> going on, you guys. I would honestly say uh, just um, hold on. I'm adjusting my audio levels. I would just say get used to hearing just me (laughs) more often than not. Not saying she's never coming back, but uh, this is becoming the norm. It's just me and guess I've already got some people lined up for future episodes so um just know that there will be more episodes i'm not going to stop doing this i like doing it i've said this a million times but i don't know why i'm repeating it but yeah i'm not going to stop doing these i have been very busy i'm recording this it's wednesday morning uh jesus christ what's the date where's my phone what's going on am i dying I can't find anything. I, um, oh my God. I, wait, before I forget the date today, I have a new phone and it's, I'm having a hard time. It's Wednesday, July 18th. It's 1138 AM. I was close to not doing an episode, but, uh, I've been working so much. I'm working on this show. Uh, about a renaissance fair. I play the boss at this renaissance fair. It's really fun. It's I think it's really funny. I'm honestly super excited about this show. Um, but we've been shooting. I've I've been shooting a lot, and it's not super close. It's you know about forty minutes away. I have about a forty minute drive. We're shooting outdoors in Simi Valley, where it's been so incredibly hot. I tend to stay in when it's hot. So when I have these gigs where I'm outside working, I just forget how draining the heat is. Like yesterday, I was all day out in the sun. And uh, it was probably barely even 90. And it was just with all the layers of clothes I was wearing. And it was that thing where... (laughs) If they're if it's warm but you get, catch a slight breeze, that's almost enough. Just the breeze feels like just a little bit of relief that makes you just keep going. You're like, all right, oh that feels nice. All right, let's keep going. But this was like, I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> this was like. 
we were outdoors in the dirt in the hills and there is very rarely a breeze it's just hot and still there's no breeze so it's just like you're sitting in a pizza oven and it's so tiring just not even being physical but just standing there by the time you wrap it's uh, first world problems am I, am I right I, I I can't imagine people in these third world countries where it's it's this weather but this is their fucking life uh those are the true you know people with problems this is I'm getting paid to do this but man heat is just <laughs> heat is exhausting I am like not breaking new ground I am not <laughs> I'm, it's not like I'm saying this when people at home are going, oh my God, did you, do you guys know heat is exhausting? Everyone's like, uh, yeah, duh, asshole. That's why we have air conditioning and stay indoors when this happens. I'm just rambling. I, I've already forgotten where I, I there was something I was going to say. Um, let's see. Busy's not here. <laughs> oh yeah. I, you know, I almost was like, I'm not going to do it this week. I don't have time. I mean, it's Wednesday. This afternoon, I have to go. Have to. I get to go do. Um, I'm doing voiceover for a video game. So I have to be in Burbank in a couple hours. And that's the rest of my day. So it's And, and then I'm working tomorrow and Friday. So it's. It would have been easier, honestly, for me to go. I'm just going to say no podcast this week. But also, we're sponsored this week, so I have to do an <laughs> I have to do an ad read. So uh, you guys get a podcast. Lucky you. We'll do some uh, listener emails. Um. Yeah, we'll. I've I've got some good listener emails. You guys, I, like I said, I got a new phone, and um, the only thing that really transferred over was my main email the we're no doctors uh gmail account didn't transfer over so i haven't checked it in a long time and uh there's some good ones as far as my general health right now i will update you all on that everything seems to be okay i think the last thing we mentioned was <laughs> i thought i <laughs> oh, i thought i had jaw cancer or a jaw tumor not to make light of that for people who actually have had it but this is the price I pay for, I, you know, you know, it's, this is not, isn't even about being a hypochondriac. I think anybody with the amount of pain I had in my jaw a week ago would have been concerned and gone to a doctor and had anybody looked up those symptoms, they would have found tumors or jaw cancer. It was crazy. My jaw is still sore in different places. Now, I'm starting to think I might have TMJ or that I'm grinding my teeth in my sleep. Um, I have, I, I've mentioned this. I have a tooth that needs to be removed. I have to. As soon as I have time, I have to get that done. I think it's starting to like... <laughs> the tooth is starting to do weird shit. Like a couple days ago, I'd bite down and... I think it was like raised up. Like I could feel that tooth when I would bite down. And that's a tooth that doesn't even have a nerve in it. it I had a root canal on that tooth. So 
sorry, I'm having allergies. There's there's definitely something going on with my uh, my tooth. I don't know if that's contributing to my jaw problems, but I think I'm. I think I'm, I might be grinding my teeth. My jaws, my jaws, both of my jaws. <laughs> so dumb. Both of my jaws hurt. <laughs> what am I? Uh, there, there isn't even any mention. <laughs> there's nothing that has two. Is there? No, there's nothing that has two jaws. Uh, Steve, what seems to be the problem? Oh, um, both of my jaws hurt. <laughs> Oh God, I'm. I shouldn't have a podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, but my jaw—it's just been. Uh, it's so weird. The older you get, the the shit that just goes wrong with you. That's just part of life now. Like, like joint pain. Like I, I never thought I would have like joint pain. You know. I didn't play football. Well, I did play football in high school. <laughs> uh, but, like, my wrist hurts. Like, I'll use my, you know, I'll, I'll push up on my arms, you know, when I get up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Am I having a stroke right now? Uh, you know, when, when you go to stand up from a seat, seated position, you use your hands to push up from the, the chair or couch. It really hurts my wrists. What's that? That's just a thing I have all the time now. I should get, I don't know, I guess I should go to a doctor for that. Who do you go to? What What's a joint specialist? <laughs> but I have that jaw pain now. I've had weird... Vertigo. This started last week. This is a new vertigo for me. I don't know what was causing it. May, it might have been the heat. Um, we were shooting last week indoors out in Simi Valley. We were shooting on the soundstage, but the, uh, the air conditioning was broken. And it that was a hot day. That was like probably close to 100 outside. So we're just shooting inside this basically shooting inside a box that's out in the heat and um it was really hot but i started having vertigo actually it started the night before i was at a, a premiere party for this uh, my friend bob's show and i was walking across the room and all of a sudden it just felt like the floor dropped out I it was such a weird feeling. I kind of stumbled and like put my arms out to brace myself because I felt like I started falling. I felt like there was no floor. It was the weirdest feeling. I feel like I may have had that years ago, but I'm not 100% sure. Um and then the next day at work it started happening again. And when I was at this premiere party, I think I had worked earlier in the day. It might just be exhaustion. It, you know, I was 
super tired. I'm not sleeping well. I think last night I slept like four hours. I'm not sleeping well at all right now. Um, maybe it's stress. Maybe it's, uh, I don't know. I, I'm a late night person. So when I get these early call times, like 6 a.m. to go into work, I still can't go to bed early enough. Like if you were, like if I had to be in Simi Valley at 6 a.m. or 6.30 a.m., I'm going to set my alarm for like 5 a.m. That's great. Alarm set. I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. I will still sit up or lay in bed till about 2 or 3 a.m. I mean, usually about 2 a.m. I just can't. I can't fall asleep. I'll take a Benadryl. That doesn't even always work. It's just weird. Um, so my sleep is off right now. It'll ca- It always catches up. I'm not worried, guys. Don't worry about my sleep. But anyway, this weird vertigo started happening. So then, yeah, the next day I'm at, at work and sitting in a chair and it feels like the ground drops out. This kept happening a couple more times when I was working last Friday, and um, it hasn't really happened in the last couple days. But now I, you know, like I've mentioned with anxiety attacks in the in in the past, um, you're a big contributor to panic attacks and anxiety is the fear of having another panic attack or anxiety attack. So, yeah, the past few days, I've been worried about the ground dropping out from under me. Uh, that's no good. Anyway, that's uh, that's the state of my health right now. <laughs> I A, feel like the floor is falling out from under me. Joint pains. My jaw hurts. I guess that could also fall under joint pains. Maybe this is all connected. I'm wondering if it's arthritis, you know, in my wrist. I'm almost 50. Is is this when it starts? You just have pain. It's so weird. Um yeah, maybe I have arthritis. I don't want arthritis. I want to I want to live a vibrant life. <laughs> a vibrant life. What am I talking about? Um, and, uh, three or four heat is exhausting. <laughs> You're welcome folks. My sinuses are not doing well. It's like raining right now. It was not in the forecast. I woke up and just before I started recording, um, loud cracks of thunder, which you don't hear often in LA. I love it. I love thunder and lightning. I fucking love it. I wish it would rain like that all the time here in L.A. Um, I've been in some great thunderstorms on the East Coast. Also, you know, I've driven across country two or three times. Two times. Both times going through uh, New Mexico. Some of the most amazing electrical storms I've ever seen and experienced and heard just beautiful i love it uh those of you who uh, follow me on my other instagram know i'm an amateur photographer 
I'd love to go photograph some uh, electrical storms, do some long exposure of lightning and stuff. That has nothing to do with health. What am I talking about? Actually, it kind of does. Mental health. This I'm talking about what makes me happy. <laughs> anyway, I think that's all I have right now. I'm having some sinus issues. I think I just need to clean my place. I think it's kind of dusty right now. Did I mention my ceiling fell in? <laughs> my ceiling collapsed. Uh, this is like two weeks ago. I think I talked about this. And um, maybe that made it dusty in here. There's probably a bunch of weird shit up in my ceiling. It's now all over my apartment. Yeah, I haven't really cleaned. I mean, I got all the big pieces up, but I think I need to uh, do some thorough, thorough cleaning. Anyway, let's do some. Uh, let's do some emails, some listener emails. Uh, yeah, I, busy is now starting on her um, her show. Um, so I I don't know when we're gonna get her back in here. Like she, they've started production uh, pre-production I guess I don't know when it's actually going to air but I don't know busy what do you like she she doesn't listen to this <laughs> I would guarantee you busy has never listened to an episode of this podcast hey guys we have a new sponsor this week care of they are a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers Completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. Just go to their website and you can take this care of fun online quiz that asks you about your diet, health goals, lifestyle choices, and takes only like five minutes to find out what vitamins and supplements you specifically need. Uh, it's actually really amazing. I did this uh, about a week ago and um, it was really interesting. You know, there are certain vitamins, supplements that I've always been like, I think I need to take this because of this. I feel tired. I feel um, I have muscle cramps all the time, you know, when I exercise. I bet I need like vitamin D. I probably need magnesium. I have low energy. I probably need like a, a B, a B, um, some kind of B, like B12 or... Um, you know, vitamin B. And so I went to uh, Care Of's website and I took the quiz. Guess what? Those were the exact vitamins and supplements that it recommended to me. Um, so the quiz is really accurate and it's, it takes only five minutes. Very easy to do. And it just asks you, you know, lifestyle questions, what you want out of, uh, you know, um, your health and uh I mean, it totally nailed exactly what I think have been thinking that I needed and um, was just like, yeah, you need vitamin D. I never go out in the sun. You need um, magnesium. Uh, it apparently helps you rest more. And um, I get I get insane muscle cramps in my uh, calf. And people have always been like, oh, you need magnesium. Well, yep, this online quiz was like, hey, dude, you need magnesium. So it's really pretty accurate, um, and uh, it's delivered right to your door uh, in personalized, easy-to-remember daily packs, 
perfect for your busy on the go lifestyle. Um, and also you can go to the website and your monthly subscription box can be modified at any time. And you can track your progress with the Care of app and earn rewards when you remember to take your vitamins. Care of puts honesty first, providing all the research that supports each of their recommendations backed by a scientific advisory board. So for 25% off your first month of personalized Care of Vitamins, visit TakeCareOf.com and enter the promo code NODOCS. That's right, NODOCS. So for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit TakeCareOf.com and enter promo code NODOCS. Enjoy. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's ad time, and we've got a new sponsor, Quip. Uh, The truth is most of us are brushing our teeth wrong, not for long enough, and forget to change our brushes on time. That's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing, but not Quip. So what makes Quip so different? Uh, For starters, Quip is an electronic toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes, while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help you clean your teeth. Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist-recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. I honestly didn't know you were supposed to brush for two minutes. I'm in and out way too quick, which is probably why I've been at the dentist so often. Uh, Next, Quip subscription plans are for your health, not just your convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Um, That's the other thing. I didn't know you were supposed to switch brush heads or brushes every three months. To be honest, in the past, I have been only switching toothbrushes after I've been sick. Which is probably a good idea. You have the flu. You don't want to uh, keep using the same brush. <laughs> but as someone who's not sick all the time, I go for way longer than three months without changing uh, toothbrush heads. So now you know. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use a cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth. Which hopefully for most of us is everywhere we go. <laughs> And finally, everyone loves Quip. They were on Oprah's O-List. Honestly, this should be the top talking point. If you're on Oprah's O-List, this should be the top talking point. Uh, They were also named one of Time's Best Inventions and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Association. There, I got it out. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists, hygienists, and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers use Quip every day. Okay, Quip starts at just $25, and if you get to quip.com slash nodocs, that's N-O-D-O-C-S, right now you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash nodocs. That's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash no docs. Check them out. And now back to the show. All right. Here's one. From a listener named Devin. Hi, Devin. The subject is holy hell of an ear infection. Well, I like that. And that's kind of timely 
I saw that Busy had an ear infection. We may never get to talk about it, but Busy had an ear infection. So, <clears throat> hi guys. Firstly, just wanted to mention how many times my sister sends me Busy's posts on Instagram where she's updating us on various states of her well-being, saying, quote, literally you. Um, it's literally me, especially with Busy's current ear infection. That gives you a... Uh, uh, an idea of how long ago this was. It's June 14th, I think she sent this. Uh, especially with Busy's current ear infection. Here's the quick story. It's a bit gruesome and also satisfying, which I feel is up your alley. Uh, yeah. You can never be too gross with me or too satisfying. <laughs> if a story has a good ending, I'm a sucker for it. Uh, so it all started with a run-of-the-mill case of strep throat. <laughs> run of the mill high fever gross white sores all over the back of my throat i had a spittoon next to my bed because i could i couldn't swallow my saliva Ugh. Uh, this is me steve talking now that's brutal i have not had strep throat in forever i rarely ever got it for me it's always sinus infections occasionally a cough but even even like bronchitis is rare for me even though i had it this past year it'd been a long time uh but i vaguely remember having strep throat so bad i could barely swallow that's that's horrible uh back to the email i was put on antibiotics and took a few days off by friday i was feeling better but kept complaining that my ears felt blocked like i was on an airplane friday night i had this weird bulging stabbing <laughs> bulging stabbing pain in my right ear again like my ears really badly needed to pop it was about seven ten seven out of ten pain but it went away uh, by sunday at 4 a.m i woke up with 10 out of 10 pain in my left ear sharp needles being stabbed into my brain i was writhing around in bed and, and thinking i needed to call an ambulance after about three hours uh, Boy, I'm I'm the person who's just like, get me to a hospital now. I'm, three hours, I would not deal with. <laughs> Actually, that's probably not true. I would probably suffer through a lot. Uh, after about three hours, I felt this weird sensation in my ear and felt air whooshing around. And like air was being pushed through two little tight flaps. Like when you make a fart sound with your mouth. <laughs> That, that's me doing that. That's not in the email, obviously. Uh, it kept making that sound for like seven seconds at a time, and suddenly the pain and pressure diminished. Another three hours later, I felt this tickling feeling, and fluid is fully just dripping out of my... <laughs> dripping out of my ears. Throughout the day, this fluid turns into thick blood and pus. Oh, Oh my god. <laughs> Gnarly. Um throughout the day this fluid turns turns into so what was it just like regular fluid, like clear and now all of a sudden it's thick blood and pus. Ugh. Literally leaking out of my ears. It was simultaneously disgusting, 
but also so satisfying because I knew my body was getting rid of the infection. I don't know, (laughs) Devin, if I had blood and pus running out of my ears, I would maybe be right to the emergency room. (laughs) I would not be like, oh, sweet, blood and pus are coming out of my ears. I must be (laughs) healed. (laughs) I must be. (laughs) Oh, hey, guys, don't worry about me. Blood and pus are coming out of my ears. I think I'm going to be okay now. (laughs) I would be screaming. I would be banging on my neighbor's door saying, please take me to a doctor. (coughs) Wow. Needless to say, I went back to the clinic where the doctor took one look. Okay, good. Okay, I'm glad you went to the doctor. Needless to say, I went back to the clinic where the doctor took one look and immediately put me on codeine. The blood and pus continued for another three to four days. Three to four days? What the fuck was going on in your ears, Devin? But here, here I am fully recovered with a couple extra codeines in my bedside table hope this wasn't too long of an email but busy's ear infection is just so relatable really hope you guys read this one photos attached and yep folks there is a photo of Devin's ear and you can see a little trickle of blood coming out of it I don't know if I'm allowed to post these um Devin, let me write us another email and let me know, or or leave in the comments. Do that, Devin, when I uh, post about this new episode in the comments, write whether or not I can post these two photos. One is the ear. You can barely see blood trickling out. It's not that gross. It's kind of interesting. The second photo is a cotton swab with blood all over it. Oh, and uh, I can see on your sink you use Sensodyne toothpaste. I do as well. Um, does it? Do you even say what actually caused this to happen? <laughs> I know you had an ear infection, but why was there blood coming out? Oh, wait. There's a there's a second email. A P.S. That noise in my ear was my eardrum rupturing because of the pressure and the infection. Ugh, Jesus. It's weird that that relieved the pressure because I've heard a, a, a broken eardrum, a burst eardrum is kind of painful. Also, I don't understand, you know, I know that's a thing where eardrums... Rear drums, uh, eardrums rupturing. I know that can happen, but I I don't understand how they. I assume an eardrum repairs itself if it ruptures, because uh, I've never heard of surgery to <laughs> to stitch an eardrum back together. Um. Ugh. Yeah, let us know in the comments 
if I can post these photos. Uh, I'm glad everything worked out, Devin. That's um, that's gnarly. I don't get ear pain that often. Thank God. Uh, I do tend to get very waxy uh, ear. Uh, oh, I'll talk about this. I don't think I've ever mentioned this. I do. I I think I tend to have more. Uh, I my ears produce more wax than probably earwax than normal. I clean them a lot and can usually get. I don't know how often you're supposed to clean your ears. If it's daily, if it's weekly. For me, for a long time, it would be like maybe once a month, maybe once every <laughs> two months, maybe once every six months. It was just never a thing I was very aware of was the wax in my ears. And then uh, I'd grab, you know, a Q-tip or a swab, if you will, and, and clean out my ears and go about my business. And then every now and then when I would get sick, like sinus sick, like sinus infection. I would go, you know, like my yearly sinus infection. I would go into the doctor and he'd, you know, say, what's the problem? I'd be like, oh, I think I have a sinus infection. He's like, all right, well, let's take a look. Put the little scope up my nose and look and look at my throat. And also use a separate device, a scope to look at my ears. And he would always go, yeah, you have a sinus infection, but while we're here, let's clean out your ears. I'd be like, I, uh, I clean my ears. I, I swab out my ears. And um, the first time they did this, it was shocking. The, I, I can't, I wish I had photos of this. It would be so disgusting shocking when they would clean out my ears because I thought I was doing a good job. But the first time I had a doctor do this, this is so gross. This was probably years of buildup, but um, he's like, yeah, we got to clean your ears. Your ears are like really packed. I was like, well, that's weird, but okay. So he would send in a nurse and they would get this, um, looks like a caulking gun. Um <clears throat> But uh, it's this little, like, gun-type device, and it's got a hose that they uh, that goes into just a little bucket that they fill with, uh, or a little, you know, pitcher that they fill with warm water. Not cold, not hot, just, like, lukewarm water. Actually, a little bit warmer than lukewarm. It actually felt really amazing. So this guy then inserts the... the it's kind of got a long tip into my ear and would start just slowly squeezing in water, like just shooting water into my ear, which by the way, because it was warm water felt really fucking good. Like, like I can't like he was massaging my brain. It felt amazing. And, um, so, He's doing this and, oh, and the whole time he's doing this, I'm holding this tray under my ear to catch the water as it comes back out. 
and he's and then he'd look back in my ear and be like, "All right, we're almost there." And then all of a sudden, it would just feel like everything would feel really good, and also feel like I could hear better. This is crazy. So then he'd be like, "Have a look," and I would look in this this tray that I was holding under my ear. And the first time they did it, there was a a gob of wax that looked, I'm not even joking, the size of an earplug that you would just buy in the store. Like, it was huge. It was fucking huge. Like, the size of, like, the tip of my pinky finger. Like, from the knuckle. I was like, how have I been able to hear anybody? It was literally like the size of an earplug. I'm not even joking. And then he did the other side, same thing. And like, honestly, the first time this happened, and maybe even the second time, as soon as it, these wax buildups fell out of my ear, I was also honestly a little bit dizzy. Like because it's your inner ear. I think the cool air on my inner ear was just kind of throwing off my equilibrium. So there was like a minute or two where I felt dizzy, but also I could hear better. This is no joke. I could hear better. Um, it was amazing. I, I, it was worth going into the, uh, the doctor even if he couldn't have fixed my sinus infection, just going in to get my ears cleaned up. So basically what was going on, he told me, he's like, do you clean your ears? I'm like, yes. He goes, show me how you do it. And I show him, he's like, nope. <laughs> okay, so this is super annoying, but... uh I've recorded probably 45 to 50 minutes of a podcast and I sat up to look at my recording device to see that it had stopped recording. This is the second fucking time this has happened to me. Um, I just went back to, it stopped recording because the card was full. I think I put in an old card, which is so, so amateurish of me, but anyway, I replayed back to see where it cut off. I got about 30 minutes in. Uh, it cut off. I mean, you guys will know because it just ends, but I just found out it cut off while I was telling my earwax story. So I'll try and finish up where that cut off. But just so you know, this sounds very weird that all of a sudden I'm talking about my earwax and literally mid-sentence it's me going okay this is weird everything's but just so you know so i will continue um i bought this thing to clean out my ears because apparently i've been cleaning my ears like i was packing a musket just um uh i was pushing the wax in with with these q-tips instead of like scraping them out swirling them out uh, I've since learned to do it the correct way, but I also found this thing at Walgreens. I hate that I have to tell all this shit again. I found this shit at Walgreens. Um, I'll post a photo if I 
haven't done it by the time this podcast airs, remind me in the comment section to post the photo of this device I bought at Walgreens. It's just this little plastic stick, basically. And I know you're not supposed to sh stick stuff in your ears, you know. Doctors are very adamant about, don't try cleaning your ears out with your car keys. You could rupture your eardrum. But I found this thing. I was at the... Uh, in the, the pharmaceutical section of Walgreens and I was in the ear section. I think I was buying earplugs, but it was the section where they have the earplugs and like eardrops for like swimmers ears and earplugs and all that stuff. And I saw this thing for cleaning out your ears. It was this little plastic handle and then uh, it's got a smaller plastic piece that sticks out that you're supposed to stick into your ear and basically basically scrape out the wax rather than pushing it in, which is what I'd been doing for years. <clears throat> so um, I bought it, and it's been a game changer. My ears are super clean now, and um, I mean, when I use it. <laughs> but I haven't had to have an ear wash like I did at the, uh, at the doctor. Ugh. While that is very interesting and uh, satisfying to have giant plugs of wax pulled out of your ears, it's better not to have those giant plugs of wax in your ears uh, to begin with. <laughs> Think of all the things you're not hearing. I mean, they pulled those those plugs out of my ears, and I was hearing babies crying on the other side of town. Conversations from a cry. I had like su if I felt like I had superpowers. Um. But yeah, I'll post a photo of this thing. I haven't seen it at other drugstores like Rite Aid or CVS. It's kind of specific maybe to Walgreens. but um, Or maybe it's just other drugstores are like, no, don't put shit in your ears. So I can't endorse it fully saying you should get this because I don't want someone to get it and then puncture their eardrum. But it does have a guard on it, so you can't stick it far enough in your ear, I think, to to hit your eardrum. Although you can get pretty far in your ear with this thing. So look into it at first. I probably wouldn't let a child use it because a child probably would bust his eardrum. But uh, for me, it's been awesome. I love it. Uh, I will post a photo of it. Tired of pretending you've seen The Wire at parties? Never Seen It is a podcast hosted by comedian Kyle Ayers, where comedians rewrite famous movies they've never seen, and then they do a cold read in studio. You'll hear Dan Harmon's take on Lawrence of Arabia, Amy Miller's rewriting of The Shining, and Flula Borg's No Country for Old Men. <laughs> that would be if I went on the show and uh, wrote uh, my version of um, something I've never seen, like... Um, Gone with the Wind. I've never seen Gone with the Wind. I have, I have no idea what it's about. Um, uh, all I know is there's the famous line, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I think that's from Gone with the Wind. So I would uh, improvise a script based on that. 
Uh, plus, it's got segments like, what movie is Kyle's dad describing based solely off of seeing the trailer and never hearing of the movie? And guess what three movie scenes are playing when the audio of all three are played simultaneously? Make sure you don't miss a single episode. Subscribe to Never Seen It on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's do... I'm saying let's do another email. Since the card filled up and I didn't know about it, I read two other emails. But we'll go back and do them again. Here's one from a guy uh, named Chris. Maybe it's a girl. Uh, It's spelled C-H-R-I-S, so I'm assuming it's a guy. I think females spell it with a K, right? I don't know. All I know is this person's name is Chris. And the subject is mammalian diving reflex. Hey, Steve, dunking your head into ice water is the same reason why splashing cold water on your face feels calming. Uh, It's known as... Damn it, hold on. It's known as the mammalian diving reflex, and it causes your heart to beat beat to slow down. Sorry. It's called the mammalian diving reflex, and it causes your heart to heartbeat to slow down to a bit. I can't read. I've read this email already, and now I'm having trouble reading it a second. It's known as the mammalian diving reflex, and it causes your heartbeat to slow down a bit, as well as a number of other interesting effects. So if you're feeling anxious, maybe try a splash of cold water. All the best, Chris. Okay, so... I honestly have never even tried that when I've had panic or anxiety attacks. But um, for all those of you listening, maybe try that next time you're for a quick fix next time you're having a, a panic attack. Um, I know it's a thing, though, because I've seen it in movies, you know, where the um, the star of the movie, the 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 hero is running from monsters or bad guys and. They're hiding out in a house and they go in the bathroom and they turn on the water and they splash cold water on their face. So maybe it does work. I mean, it's in movies. I've never done it, though. I've uh, I've always just suffered. (laughs) I've always just suffered through my anxiety, guys. But hey, if this is a quick fix, maybe give it a try. Uh, thank you, Chris, with a CH. Um, I accidentally scrolled down through some emails, so now I have to find this again. Um, all right. Here's one. It's from a listener named Tara. Maybe it's Tara. I've heard it pronounced both ways. I have uh, two friends, one named Anna, one named Anna, and they spell their goddamn names the exact same way. What the fuck? And yet they get, and yet they get mad at me, each one when I mispronounce their name. Anna or Anna, like my friend Anna, I'll say, "Hey Anna," and she'll be like, "It's Anna." Oops, sorry, my bad. I'll go, "Hey Anna." It's Anna. Well, fucking you guys spell your names the exact same way. I'm friends with both of you, and 
what the fuck am I? Boy, I just really vented. <laughs> so Tara or Tara, I'm assuming it's Tara because it's one R. Hi, Steve. First off, I love the pod, as Busy would say. Um, thanks for all you do. You not only make me feel less alone with all my medical issues, but you also make me laugh and bring a smile to my face each week. Well, you know, Tara, that's why I do it. <laughs> it is. You know, it's funny. I think I mentioned this before. Fairly recent. So- sorry for all the sniffling, too, by the way. I'm just having really bad allergies. Um, they always seem to be worse in my place. I, I probably have mold in here. Also, my apartment is just surrounded by shrubs and bushes and flowers and trees and... I basically live in a jungle. My place is surrounded by just pollen. Uh, But I think I said this before. You know, when Busy and I started this, we were doing it to be funny. We thought it was funny that we are both hypochondriacs. Or I thought it was funny that I was a hypochondriac and my girlfriend thought it would be a great uh, idea for a podcast. She's like, you got to do it. And I had thought about doing it. And I was like, yeah, let's... I'm going to do this. And they're like, you need a co-host, uh, the, uh, the audio network. And they're like, it should be a woman. And then I saw busy's post about her freaking out in a MRI machine. And I was like, it's gotta be busy. And so we thought it would be funny to just talk about our insane hypochondria and neuroses. But it I mean, it was maybe like two, we, we, it was very early on when we started talking about actual medical issues and having people like Rob Benedict on to talk about his stroke or Andy to talk, Andy Richter to come on and talk about panic attacks and depression and anxiety and uh, mental health that I really found out what this podcast was about. And it was um, sharing these stories and conditions that are very real and that people deal with. And the best part of this podcast for me has been your emails and your comments, um, saying that this helps, this has helped people saying, Hey, I listened to this episode and just want to let you know that, uh, you motivated me to go to the doctor and get this checked out or like, that alone has made this work. This this podcast has already paid off. If it was just one person going, hey, I went and saw a therapist because of the Andy Richter episode, or hey, I won't finally went to my dentist after six years because of your uh, podcast, or I finally got you know, just one person saying that they took action to uh, get their um their, themselves checked out uh, is worth it. Um, and that is why I continue to do it. I like the moments of levity and laughing at myself being an idiot. (laughs) Um, but the true reason I keep doing it is because I can actually help somebody and we have helped some people apparently. And, um, that's the best feeling in the world. So, uh, Tara, you're welcome, and uh, I'm glad we um, uh, make you laugh and feel less alone. I really just went off on a tangent there. Anyway, let's get back to her, 
Tara's long email. Uh, and for what it's worth, I love listening with or without busy. Well, thank you, because I have a feeling <laughs> you'll be listening to a lot more without busy now that her show's going to be starting soon. Keep up the awesome work. So I put off getting my wisdom teeth removed because of my dentist, because my dentist didn't really push for it. Maybe because I only have two. Did you, uh, in parentheses, did you know we're evolving and in a few generations we'll have none? I did not know that. Um, is that actually true? I didn't know that. Um, that would be great. I guess we're not predators. We don't need these. I, I guess predators don't need molars. They need fangs. They need teeth for killing. But uh, it would be great if, I mean... I had my wisdom teeth removed, so it doesn't make a difference to me if we evolve past wisdom teeth. <laughs> but hey, for future kids, I hope you don't have to have wisdom teeth removed because uh, it is a pain in the ass. Uh, also, appendix. You know, maybe we'll evolve past having appendixes, appendices. Maybe whatever you, the plural is, maybe we'll evolve past that. Again, a thing that doesn't affect me because I had mine removed. Um, uh, or maybe because there was plenty of room for them to grow in, so he was just waiting to see how things progressed. I've gone back to her email, obviously. Anyways, my teeth started coming in when I was about 20. Your t oh, your wisdom teeth. And it was a slow process. It was such a trip to be basically teething again in my early 20s. Unfortunately, something went awry with one of them at about 22, and my gums swelled up a bit. When I, w when I went into the dentist, he said it was a little infected, and I might as well take them both out to be safe. Um, they did my surgery in the office the next week. Huh. I, don't, I haven't heard many stories of actual dentists doing it. I've heard of oral surgeons doing it. Anyway... I was awake with uh, none of the YouTube funny making meds, <laughs> uh, just freezing like like they do with a... Re oh, that's so weird. Just freezing like they do with a regular cavity. The only thing that stood out to me was that when he made the first few incisions, I could feel everything. So he kept giving me more and more uh, of the freezing in injections. I'm assuming it's Novocaine. Uh, fast forward four days, and I still had no feeling in part of my tongue and mouth. When I was chewing on my, when I was chewing on my tongue, thinking it was a piece of chicken, I decided enough was enough and went in for another consultation. You should know that this was my first operation, so I had no point of reference. I also automatically assume I'm overreacting to everything because of my anxiety. So I went into this appointment with a very apologetic, I'm sorry to waste your time kind of attitude. I was met with a very defensive energy from the doctor, first telling me it was my fault for not coming in earlier because he could have given me a steroid shot that would have somehow fixed the problem. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but uh, Tara, but that sounds wrong. <laughs> <clears throat> that moment I burst into tears pointing out that he never called to check up or even book a follow-up appointment so I felt let down by him he he backpedaled on the whole shot thing pretty quickly and told me I had nerve damage and that it should go away over the next month or so Ugh, I've actually had that 
I may be afraid of confrontation, but I ain't no fool. So I went to my general practitioner and got a referral to a neurologist. When I sat down with him four months later, he confirmed it was nerve damage and performed these tests with different tastes on Q-tips. Basically, half my tongue has no feeling or ability to taste. Wow. Uh, The nerve damage also gives me a cute little lisp. Well, there's a silver line. Being a young adult, I didn't have money for a lawyer, so I drafted up a short letter with my sob story pleading for any advice and emailed it off to every lawyer in my city. Some lawyer's assistants sent me a quote for a consultation. Most didn't get back to me, and one special lawyer called me up herself. Turned out she had kids my age, and my story hit home. She very kindly told me that this was unfortunately quite common. Uh, I did not know that. Actually, so common that she purposely didn't get her kids' wisdom teeth removed. Wow. During our call, she also educated me on how most lawsuits go in these cases. At the end of the day, she said I'd lost a lot of, I'd lose a lot of money, and her best advice was for me to drop it. I so appreciate this wonderful woman taking time out of her valuable day to give me her honest advice. Next month, I turned 30, and the situation with my tongue hasn't changed a bit. Uh, through Googling, I've learned <laughs> through Googling, I've learned I'm one of the lucky ones. When a doctor hits your lingual nerve, it can sometimes leave you looking as if you've had a stroke. I've also learned that this nerve doesn't show up on scans and sits in slightly different places inside each individual, leaving a lot of room for an accident like mine. Uh, at my job, I manage 16 to 25 year old kids who are constantly getting told by their dentist to get their wisdom teeth removed. My advice to them is always to educate themselves on the fact that not everyone needs to remove them unless they are affecting your other teeth or bite. People should also do a ton of research on their surgeon ahead of time and ask them questions about the lingual nerve and how they plan on avoiding any issues with it. If I could go back, I'd just treat the infection first before removing the teeth. I'd also go to a specialist surgeon in his or her own office rather than a regular dentist. But hey, you live you live and you learn, and I'm lucky to just have half a numb tongue and a little character-building lisp. Lots of love from BC Canada, in parentheses, where our medical system may be better than some, but still leave a lot to be desired. Tara. Uh, I think you hit on the most important thing, which was uh, I would go to a surgeon, like a specialist rather than the actual dentist. You know, I have had um, I've gone in for root canals where a dentist actually did it. Uh, My current dentist, uh, Sally Kashani, who I love and is awesome and has also agreed to do this podcast. So I'm trying to figure out. When in my work schedule, I can get her in to do this podcast. She would be awesome. Um, I needed a root canal. She referred me out to a, a specialist. She also, I also had another one in her office, but she didn't do it. She had a specialist come in and do it, and they went very smoothly and great. Uh, I when I had I had all four of my wisdom teeth out when I was sixteen. Uh, I had them out because they were affecting my bite. They, they were coming in and um, my orthodontist wanted to give me braces to fix my teeth. 
but said that because of my wisdom teeth, they would just, if I had, um, if I had, uh, braces put on and they fixed my teeth, eventually the wisdom teeth would have fucked them up again. So we took them out, but it was, uh, you know, it was an oral surgeon that did it. It was a specialist. So Tara, I think you're spot on in, uh, that assessment. Um, I'm sorry that you had that had to experience that, um, but yeah, you live and learn. Um, thankfully, it wasn't too drastic. Um, I the first time I had uh, a root canal, and I've had like four, right? Maybe five. Too many. <laughs> I've had too many. The first one. When I had done, I feel like it was at a dentist. I don't feel like it was at a, what, what are they called? A, an oral surgeon. Endodontist? Period, period, periodontist is gums. Uh, either way, it was, I don't think it was a specialist. And for months afterwards, I had, uh, it was my top left, it was a molar on my top left side. And I had uh, no feeling in my cheekbone and left temple. Oddly, just a weird, where it doesn't really matter if you feel anything, but like it's kind of a numb, tingling feeling in my cheekbone, like just from my nose over, right along the gum line, under the cheekbone and up to my left temple. Just numb, tingling for six months at least, maybe even longer. It eventually went away, but I never went in to ask. I mean, you should all, you know, like Tara, go in and, you know, talk to your doctor and tell him I never said anything to my family. I never said anything to a doctor. I just sat on it just going, well, that's weird that I'm numb in part of my face. Uh, it did eventually go away. Though. I, I feel very fortunate. Um, there was one other thing I was going to say. Maybe that was it. Maybe it was my own. Ugh, nerve damage. Um, yeah. Well, let's see. Let's do one more. Okay, this is this is another long one, but this will get us through the episode. <laughs> This is from another Tara. Oh, my God. I wonder if it's the same. I'm trying to find the email. Nope, it's a different Tara. Weird. Two emails in a row. Anyway, um, Dear Busy and Steve, I first wanted to say that I love the podcast, and I'm so happy that I came across it a few months ago. Literally nothing is uh, nearer and dearer to my heart than talking about the endless ailments I may or may not have. Anyone I've told about your podcast has replied, that is 100% the perfect podcast for you. Uh, also, Steve, well done holding down the fort while busy can't make it. For what it's worth, the solo podcasts and or the ones where you have guests call in are just as interesting. Well, thank you, Tara. Or Tara. I'm just going to say Tara. One R. Um, so I should start by saying I'm a 30 year old woman who has been a hypo. Wow. Other Tara is about to turn 30. This Tara is 30. 
So I should start by saying I'm a 30-year-old woman who has been a hypochondriac most of my life. The thing is, I know I am the way I am. And most of the time, I'm not like professing that I have terminal illness, but I am constantly worrying that I might. Google is not a friend of the hyper, uh, hyper hypochondriac. And the thing with us is that we are kind of like the boy who cried wolf because every now and then something is actually going on and everyone is like, you're fine, you're fine. I, uh, I couldn't agree more. Tara, when I do say to someone, oh, I had to go to the hospital, hospital for something, they're like, oh, yeah, duh, of course you did. You're a hypochondriac. I'm like, no, I actually passed a kidney stone, you jackass. Um, so, yes, I, I get where you're coming from. I had vertigo a few years ago, and it only lasted about a week, and it was only when I was laying on my left side. The room would spin like crazy. Everyone thought I was exaggerating, but it was brutal. Thankfully, that went away, uh, in parentheses. Sorry to hear that you still live with that vertigo, Steve. I can't imagine. Um, I've lived with anxiety my whole life, but never really knew what it was until I had my first anxiety attack in university. You must not be from America because you called it university instead of college. <laughs> it's weird when you have your first anxiety attack because I feel like it opens up the floodgates flood flood for future ones. I was always a warrior, but my body had never physically reacted in such a crazy way. Similar to what I believe you mentioned on the pod, I thought I was having a heart attack. I had zero color in my face or lips. Every muscle in my body was so tight. I had cold sweats and... Uh, pit in my stomach and it was terrifying the next few attacks uh, after that were really bad and lasted hours until eventually I learned how to talk myself down and breathe to calm myself living with anxiety is seriously no joke and I can't help but think of uh, the serious effects it has on me physically and mentally of course I've never been on anything for it because like you I really don't like taking any sort of heavy meds. I'll take Advil all day long, <laughs> but anything that has the potential to make me drowsy, including things like nighttime cough meds, is a no-go, and especially a heavy anti-anxiety med. I was once prescribed Ativan. The thought of taking the Ativan actually gave me more anxiety than the anxiety. I was taking it for, um, oh, it gave me more anxiety than the anxiety I was taking for. I was recently told by a friend about valerian root. I took this the last time I was really anxious, and it kind of just took the edge off and helped me relax and go to sleep. It's all natural, and I took like a third of what they recommended, but honestly, I feel like it did what it, I needed it to, and it's non-addictive. Anyway, because I'm such an anxiety-ridden hypochondriac, I've been doing regular blood work for the last several years, and I get regular cervical screenings. Well, that's good. I mean... Maybe you're paranoid, but it's good to uh, get regular screenings. I'm doing everything I can to be in control of my own health. I think sometimes my GP thinks I'm crazy because I'm only 30, although she will indulge all of my requests. But my dad has always made uh, the point that if you get full blood work or any sort of checkup yearly, you know that if or when they catch something, it has been there for one year at the most. I should say that I also live in Canada. Oh, my God. Tara, number two, also lives in Canada. So my hospital visits and blood work, etc., is at no cost to me, thankfully. Current symptoms I'm diagnosing uh, are foot is slightly tingling, must be diabetic, or have <laughs> MS. 
I've thought that too. Um, nose feels funny. Definitely dying. In all seriousness, my pinky finger was sore for like a month. <laughs> my pinky finger was sore for like a month, and I finally went to the doctor, and I found out that my nail is infected. <laughs> Sorry for laughing. Thanks, manicurist. And he put me on a pretty strong antibiotics. Uh, funny how I will go to my doctor for every little hiccup, but somehow I put that off for a month. Anyway, so sorry for this very long email. I just wanted to let you know that I love your podcast and I'll continue to listen as I self-diagnose all day long. Thank God for friends who still listen to me. Tara. It is a different Tara. They, you know how sometimes in, in mail, it, the person will have a, an ID photo, like a, you know, uh, avatar. These two people both have avatars and they're different. Well, other Tara from Canada. Um, thanks for the email. I'm glad, uh, you know, I, I I go through the same thing where people are like, you're too paranoid. And I agree, I am too paranoid. But it uh, does get me to go to the doctor. It's better. I, I think that's better than being so placent, complacent and just like, you know, you just don't give a shit. And you're like, eh, I'm fine. And don't go. There's a medium. You should get checked. You know, everyone out there should get checked, you know, for, you know, women. You should have mammograms. You should have, you should teach yourself, by the way, at the very least, how to do the self exams, you know, check your breasts. Uh, regularly, uh, guys check your testicles regularly. There's self exams you can do and catch shit early. Um, it's very easy and, um, yeah. And also go to the doctor for checkups yearly, you know, have blood work done when you need to get it done. Guys, you know, when you turn 50, get your colonoscopy, um, we have that shit for a reason we can prevent diseases and catch diseases early and eradicate them um yeah so thanks for that email tara it wasn't too long um you know when i do these by myself i need i need things that will stretch out the the podcast because i'm i'm not talking too busy or to a guest and so i'm always worried that i'm not going to clear an hour even though i always do um, these emails make it much easier. So keep them coming folks. Um, no docs podcast at gmail.com. Um, really appreciate the emails, uh, whether it's just stories that you have or thanks, um, suggestions. Um, I read them all and there are still a lot more emails that I have that I would love to eventually get to. So maybe with busy gone, I will eventually get, get to all your emails. So hang in there. If you've sent them, if you've sent one like a year ago and you thought it was pretty important, something I should read, um, there's no harm in copying it. Go, go through your old emails, your sent box, copy the email, send it back to me. You know, maybe I'll get to it. I'm just a guy trying to do a podcast. 
anyway, I think that's it for today. I think we've gone about an hour. Um, sorry for the little hiccup in the middle where my SD card filled up. I just put a new one in. So if that does happen again, it shouldn't happen for a long time. <laughs> um, busy. I hope you're well, if you're listening, which I'm sure you're not. Hope you're well. Hope the show is, you know, coming along great. I can't wait to see it. And uh, thanks for listening, every everybody, and take care of yourselves and have a wonderful week. Bye. It's a good show.